Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Be Healed podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hannett, and this podcast is dedicated to teaching all about God's promises to heal us. We teach from the Word of God, we share testimonies, and sometimes we do interviews highlighting the work that God has done to confirm His Word. This episode is going to cover the difference between having faith in God and having faith in our feelings. Now, many of us, we think we're believing God, but actually we're shaken by our feelings. So it's going to be a good topic to make sure that our faith is rooted in the right place. I want to welcome you if this is your first time joining, and I want to encourage you to follow the Be Healed podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. And be sure to visit my website at stevehannett.com, and you can join our email community. You can find out what we're doing. And if you'd like a free chapter from my most recent book entitled Unleashing Heaven's Breath, which is all about releasing the supernatural power of God, just text the word HEALING to 94000, and you'll be able to download a PDF of that chapter, and I believe it's going to bless you. All right, let's get ready to learn about how healing is rooted in true faith and not feeling. This teaching today is going to be, I pray, a powerful encouragement to everyone who's desiring to develop true faith. Faith is not nearly as common as a lot of people think. In fact, many people say they believe God, but in reality, when difficulty comes, when symptoms persist, or when they don't feel an immediate difference after praying for healing, they tend to believe their feeling more than they believe God's promise. So many people say they have faith, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're having faith in the right thing. And so this episode is really going to help us to become freed from the distraction of our feeling and help us to focus on faith that's truly rooted in God's Word. Now, let me share for a moment about the practical difficulty that many of us are having. We pray for healing. We join with someone to pray for healing, or we have hands laid on us at church for healing. And right after we get prayed for, we realize we didn't feel anything different, or a symptom is still there. And immediately we may get discouraged thinking the prayer didn't work or God did not answer our prayer. At this point, many people get discouraged and go back to their seat, or they go back to thinking, well, I guess I'm still sick. You see, what happened was there were two testimonies that took place. The first testimony was the testimony of what God said would happen through his word. He said, if you ask in my name, I will do it. But the other testimony came, and that's the testimony of the symptoms, the testimony that we receive through our five senses. And that said, well, the symptom is still there. The pain is still there. The difficulty is still there. I guess it didn't work. You see, at this point, there's a competition, isn't there? There's a competition between what I really believe. Do I believe in the Word of God? Do I believe that it is working? Do I believe that it is producing? Do I believe that it shall be found true? Or do I believe what I feel? Do I believe my symptoms? So it's very, very important to understand that we need to grow our faith and not put any trust in our feelings. Well, let's go to the Word of God to the Apostle Paul's letter to the Romans. 
And this is one of the most powerful texts in the scripture, I think, that really helps us to understand what real faith looks like. And it's Romans chapter 4, verses 19 to 21. And it speaks about the faith that Abraham had in the midst of his situation. This is how it reads, beginning with verse 19. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. This is a powerful text describing the kind of maturity that Abraham's faith developed into. It says he did not consider his own body already dead. The Bible teaches that he was about 100 years old and his wife, Sarah, was about 90. And this is beyond, obviously, the age of natural ability to have a baby. So his faith had to be in God's word alone. He could not look at or, as it says, consider these circumstances or these factors. He had to trust God's word. There are many times that we look at God's word and we get excited and we get believing for a moment, but we take our eyes off of him. And our feelings can be very powerful. Sometimes they're pushing us and nudging our thoughts and nudging our mind. Sometimes there's a pit in our stomach. Sometimes there's bad thoughts and bad feelings all wrapped together. And it's as if they're trying to persuade us, look away from God's word. Don't trust God's word. Look at the reality. Look at the facts. And our feelings want to push us in a way that's into doubt. But I want to encourage you today. Don't give in to that. We must hold and contend what God said. Because if we're pastored by our feelings, we're going to be pastored by something that will not produce healing. The Bible teaches us that we have to walk by faith and not by sight. It says that in Paul's letter to the Corinthians, his second letter in chapter 5, verse 7. It says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. This means we have to learn to cultivate and, and develop the kind of faith that considers God's word and only God's word. Jesus directed us to do this. In the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 4, verse 4, it says, But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. We have to remember the very simple fact that our feeling is rooted in us, but God's word is rooted in him. And that's why it's so powerful to understand that if I shift from living by my feeling and moving to God's word, I am shifting from my strength into God's strength. But we're not going to have faith in the word of God until we believe the God of that word. And that's why intimacy with God and trust in him is so vital. I don't know about you, but I often find that my feelings are up one day, down the next, and constantly 
experiencing a roller coaster ride throughout the week. But God's word is not like that. God's word is stable, it's steady, it's unmoved by all the circumstances that are around me. It's bigger than me. Elf, who wrote things to us, such as, Be still and know that I am God, in Psalm 46, verse 10. He said in John eleven forty, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Oh, truly, biblical healing first is preceded by faith, then by sight. But so many people want to see so that they'll believe. There was somebody that many of us have heard called Doubting Thomas, and he was called the twin, and he was one of the twelve, and he was not with the disciples when Jesus had first come. It says in verse 25 of John chapter 20, The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. So he said to them, Unless I see in his hand the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days his disciples were again inside, and Thomas with them, Jesus came, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, Reach your finger here, and look at my hands, and reach your hand here, and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. What a powerful text this also is, that faith should come from our heart based on what God has said. We don't want to be included with doubting Thomas who needed to see it, who needed to feel it. And this is why after prayer, when we get prayed for for healing, or if you pray for yourself for healing, you should be determined to believe God and take him at his word and discount everything else in the natural world after your prayer, that your eyes would become fixed upon him that you wouldn't consider anything else other than what God has promised. You see, faith expects what God says. Faith receives what God says. Faith rejects what it sees in the natural. Faith rejects anything that seems to contend with what God said. Faith will not listen to anything else but God's word. That is biblical faith. That is the kind of faith that will bring forth and spring forth healing. There was a healing that took place in Matthew chapter 12, in verse 13. And Jesus said this. He said, he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and it was restored as whole as the other. Well, what I love about this text is this man who had a withered hand did not record that he felt anything. Jesus didn't say, because you feel something, stretch out your hand. He also didn't say, stretch out your hand when you feel like I've done something. No. He said, stretch out your hand. And the Bible records this man simply moved it, stretched it out. He didn't wait for a feeling. He responded to the word of God. 
And the Bible says it was restored as whole as the other. I want to encourage you that your faith does not need to wait for feeling. Now, there's a wonderful book written by T.L. Osborne, and him and his wife, Daisy, were among the most widely known healing evangelists in the world. And one of their books that is a wonderful book on healing is called Healing the Sick. And in that book, T.L. Osborne writes, Sight and feeling belong to the natural person. Faith and obedience belong to the supernatural person. Every Christian is a supernatural person. In fact, I'm going to read a very small excerpt from the book that T.L. was speaking about what biblical faith is. And he writes, Faith will always move the hand of God. Faith always possesses. Faith is a persistent force. Faith relies on the ability of God. Faith knows no defeat. Faith thrives on a test. Faith never argues. Faith never gets excited. Faith never brags on itself. Faith is never nervous. Faith never trembles. Faith is never overpowered. Faith looks directly to the Word of God. Faith knows what God has said because it has been born by the Word of God. Faith knows that what God says is a revelation what it is His will to do. Faith accepts God's Word as final. Faith claims that Word and steps out on it. Faith possesses the promises. Faith demands results. Faith claims its covenanted rights. When reason argues, when one fears, trembles, and becomes nervous, faith stands steadfast and immovable because it knows what God has said. That settles the matter with faith. Faith is invincible. Faith is irresistible. Well, that's a powerful description that someone who was used so mightily by God for hundreds of thousands upon hundreds of thousands of healings in their ministry, that description of faith should encourage us. Faith is not feeling. Faith is rooted in God's word. Faith is rooted in what God has said, what God has done, and it's rooted in the character and stability of Almighty God. Let us realize that our feelings are not reality. They're simply our soul's response to what we're going through. So be encouraged today that your faith can shift from feeling into God's Word. Let's put our faith in the source. Let's put our faith in Jesus, the one who died for us. It's really time that our faith matures and we consider not what our feeling is doing. And I want to finally encourage you that your feeling is not necessarily a reflection of your heart. Faith lives in deep places of the heart. And feeling is often a fleeting surface response. So don't be discouraged if you feel something of fear or nervousness or doubt. Reject it. Declare with your mouth, I reject what I feel and I receive what God has said. I know that you're going to tell the difference 
as you begin to stand in God's word. Remember, Peter, he took his eyes off of Jesus and put them on the wind and the waves, and he became afraid. But I tell you, you don't need to do that. You can take your eyes off the wind, the waves, and even away from your feeling response to it and put it on Jesus. Put your faith in Jesus. Put your faith in what the scripture says that by his stripes, we are healed. Go ahead and open up your Bible at some point today and read Isaiah chapter 53 out loud and declare, I am healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ. You can do like David did in Psalm 103. You could even command your soul to bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. You can command yourself and talk to your feelings and say, believe God, respond to God. And as you resist your feeling, as you stand on God's word, you're going to see the healing power of Jesus Christ break through. Faith is the key, and faith in God's word is the key. Well, I pray that you've been blessed by this teaching today. I pray that you will resist the feelings that you may feel of discouragement, of fear, and of hopelessness. Exchange them for faith and hope and love in God and in His Word. And so, Father, I pray for every listener right now. Father, that our feelings will never overwhelm us. Lord, I pray for those people who have such difficulty and feel like they're drowning in feelings of fear and doubt. Lord, I pray for a tsunami of the power of your word in their bodies and minds and spirit. I pray, Lord, that your word shall become as clear to them as it was to Abraham. God, that they shall be persuaded that you are able to do what you have promised. That, Lord, they shall rest in the peace and the comfort, knowing that what you have promised, you will do. Father, we glorify you, we thank you, and we give you honor that your word is true. And we shall believe it. It's our choice. It's our decision. It's our love response to your holy word. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Well, God bless you. And make sure to text HEALING to 94000 to make sure you get the free chapter from my most recent book, Unleashing Heaven's Breath. God bless you. Share this with someone who needs it. And please write us if you have questions. If you desire to hear a topic on the Be Healed podcast, go ahead and write us. You can do that by writing to us at contact at everyhousenow.org. God bless you. I love you. And may we be rooted in faith and not feeling. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Be Healed podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel, 
Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.